a Vagabond in Faerun presents Wrath of the Demolich. Centuries ago, I shed my mortal coil to contemplate the highest mysteries and observe the vast and varied workings of the multiverse, exploring worlds and planes of existence unimaginable to mere mortals. I have seen and learned much. I have gathered and categorized knowledge that would be much beloved and forever enrich all of Faerun. I sequester my precious and unique understandings in my quiet abode deep under the spine of the world. There I find contemplated solace in the silent museums and peaceful libraries where I have collected tomes and artifacts from worlds beyond count. The few invaluable trappings of my physical past I left secreted in this home, protected by my trusted and loyal servants. It has long been my hope to find others to aid me in this task, in understanding, in ordering, in dissemination. It is only the rarest of minds capable of freeing themselves to launch to the chaos of the ether. But perhaps there are those who'd be willing to devote themselves to studying the books and scrolls and gems I have amassed, willing to translate and share the knowledge to the teeming beings of Faerun. But alas, the trade I made to explore the multiverse has limited my abilities in mine own native world. I am but a shadow, even in the familiar halls I call home. And in the light of the surface, less even than that. Over the centuries, I have begun to despair of reaching out to those on dear Faerun, to aid mine own neighbors, though they have likely forgotten my very existence. But in the darkness, the faintest spark can be seen. Scrutinizing page after random page, I discovered a scrap of sturdy paper with markings that could be read as a crude map to mine abode. After years of planning a focus, I cast it through the void to emerge in a place I remembered. In the castle ward of Waterdeep, a place of bold adventurers and wise folk. There, some doughty seeker of truth will surely find it, and I shall be able to share my wisdom. In what feels like mere moments, my hopes have been rewarded. In reality, I know it has been many a ten day, but when one has chronicled the arc of the star, a party's journey across a continent seems but an afternoon's distraction. As they struggled through the icy passes toward my lonely home, I marshaled my loyal servants to welcome them. Finally, as the sun set, they stumbled in from an icy storm and took refuge in the passage that leads down into my home. Exhausted from their journey in the cold, they collapsed into slumber, less than a hundred feet from safe confines. I roused a servant to usher them inward, but its shambolic progress was sadly lacking. As these visitors, the first I had seen near my home in an age, snored softly, I watched helplessly as a thirst of sturges, discarded relics of some trivial past endeavor of mine, detached itself from the caverns above and silently glided down to their makeshift camp. By the time my wretched servant shuffled up, the party was exsanguinated, except for a single stealthy halfling that bolted into the snowy night, terrified of its approach. I watched helplessly as the halfling vanished into the wilderness, though she did find time to secure most of her comrades' valuables before fleeing. Alas, I shall wait for another opportunity. Patiently or impatiently, it is no matter. If I had a heart, it would be pounding with anticipation. 
The wee halfling has returned, looking rather older and wiser, this time leading a group of grizzled veterans. They moved with the confidence and skill of battle-hardened victors of countless battles. On this occasion, I dispatched several of my least petrified servants, which have been tasked with clearing the tunnels of potentially lethal pests. But they are crafted for longevity and dependability, not speed. I see now that I have failed to make my home inviting for such visitors. The passage that led directly to my inner sanctum was too well hidden, and the party of adventurers dashed into a long, abandoned tunnel before my servants could catch them up. Faced with a barrier of rubble, one of their number cast a wave of thunderous energy to clear a path. The cave-in was instantaneous and catastrophic. By the time my servants excavated them from the debris, there was nothing to do but perform the rites. The halfling somehow managed to escape again, though. Truly an impressive survivor. The mysteries of the multiverse will wait as I focus my powers on the task at hand. This problem, like most, will be solved with careful planning and deliberate labor. My additional servants now patrol to keep the tunnels and halls clean and free of ravenous beasts. The passageways are illuminated with magical spheres. Murals adorn the walls to apologize for past disasters and share my intent to bring knowledge and power to the world of Faerun. The doors to my central library, home to my most precious works, stand open and welcoming. I stand ready to be a light into the world, a beacon of progress. When these adventurers return, we shall kindle a glorious revolution of knowledge across the very breadth of Faerun. Then I can finally go back to watching stars roil in the darkness. My library is ablaze. The halfling returned again, but so sneakily I did not detect her presence until a mournful cry echoed down the halls. Gouts of flame erupted from her fingertips toward my servants. Her comrades emerged from the shadows to recklessly hurl fireballs and oil at my hapless workers as they went about their duties. Perhaps she was disturbed to see her old companions reanimated in my service. But there are so few options for laborers in the spine of the world and so much work to be done. But that is nothing now. My library is a pit of fire. Ages, ages of work and research burn like candles. I attempted to close the doors to snuff out the blaze, but these vandals wedged them open. They danced around the flames, taking only a spellbook and a few gems, grabbing up random trinkets as the knowledge of worlds burned. But then the doors were free and closing, and the halfling scampered back through the halls, leaving her companions behind. My new servants, though charred, will serve reasonably well. I have tasked them with sealing the entrance. Then I shall send them to pick through the scraps and ashes that remain in the library. Some small remnants of knowledge can be salvaged, and will. Then I shall focus on my new calling, my final purpose, stopping halflings. This is Will Cullinan. Thank you for listening to this episode of A Vagabond's Guide to Faerun. This story was inspired by Tomb of Horrors and Tales from the Yawning Portal. Cover art is by Ali Durrett. Music by Chris Garcia. Sound effects by Inspector J. Details are in the show notes. If you enjoyed this, please leave a review on your favorite podcast feed or play it for your own party of brave adventurers.